Um, hello and welcome to the third, is it third in it? Third stroke fourth. Third stroke fourth uh, Filthy Apron podcast and we're very lucky to have uh, Adam Banks here with us um, who just realised there was a chicken in the house as we started <laughs> recording. So um, yeah, Adam Banks of 15, uh, head chef at 15, um, doing amazing things over there down at Watergate Bay. So yeah, we're stoked to have him here and uh, yeah, on on our podcast. How you doing man? Yeah, I'm all good man. Yeah. Uh, Good to be uh, to come along and do <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. It's a bit of a uh, you didn't know where you were going, did you? No, nothing. Uh, insane little place to try and get to. It's mental. Coffee yeah. was getting spilled. <laughs> <laughs> chickens everywhere. Yeah, chickens everywhere. Um, no, it's lovely. Uh, great spot. Yeah, yeah. Excited to be here. Cool. So uh, yeah, I mean, we just basically the whole idea of the podcast is we talk utter guff, but it's generally based around. Um, kind of what we do, uh, restaurants, running restaurants and, you know, eating food and cooking food and all that sort of Drinking stuff. Drinking booze. Drinking booze. We usually drink. We usually do drink, yeah, don't we? but I mean, we can. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty high on coffee at the uh, moment. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, get, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we kind of just rattle off a load of questions and uh, it's all stuff that... Um, you know. It's all stuff for the ages. Stuff yeah. for the ages. <laughs> poignant, poignant <laughs> memories that need to be recorded. Um, <laughs> well, I can see how this is going to go. Yeah, 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 yeah totally, yeah. totally. It's nothing, you, you nothing see how too serious. Right in. <laughs> yeah. I'd almost want to be here, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got anything in the fridge? Let's have let's have a little, have a little number. Um, so last night we had a bit of a session down at Skeeters. Um, which I'm kind of recovering from now. Yeah, right. Uh, Sean brought um, his famous DJ mate down, and um, yeah, it just turned into utter carnage. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. Oh, lovely. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Okay, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <laughs> Wig's pouring a drink now, so um, what is it, Wig? It's a um, Beaujolais. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Beaujolais on Wednesday morning. Perfect. I can't actually get on the payroll for another job. <laughs> Even better, paid to drink Beaujolais and talk after God. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of a bit of a session last night. So I mean, kind of. Um, so <clears throat> you should tell. Um, you should say that Sean's obviously our business Sean's partner. Sean's our business Schooner, partner, yeah. And he, his other job, when he's not a business partner at Schooner's, is working for Kygo, this DJ. Yeah. We, we'd never heard of him, have we? But, no. <laughs> Apparently he's a big deal. Yeah, a pretty big deal. Yeah, so yeah. He, he was in the restaurant last night and I think everyone got loose, didn't they? Everyone got pretty loose, yeah. yeah. And um, I think there was a fair bit of carnage this morning, so we had to go and deal with the aftermath a little bit. <laughs> stand up to get that. Oh, that is my favourite sound in the world, I think. It's the best sound in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> the sound of a fresh Beaujolais popping. Bang. Thank you. Oh. I remember um, I was dating this girl a little while ago. Yeah. And she was like, she works on, uh, she was a chief stewardess on a on a boat, right. on a super yacht. She's like, we've got this DJ coming on to like do a little gig. Yeah. 
uh, Kaiga. She was like, I've never oh, heard right. of him. And I was like, Kaigo's DJing on the boat. She was no, like, no. yeah, the people who've hired the boat for a week uh, have got him on. They right. paid for him to like come on. No I was way. like, no way. Is that it? She's like, yeah, just dropping well, that, in, that's doing the a sort set, of thing. Yeah, going he, again. He commands like mad money, yeah. like private jets, all the, the Mental, full isn't shebang. It? Yeah. Mental. Yeah, so we had him down eating tacos at school. <laughs> <laughs> really? I heard, it was, I heard his old man was a legend. Yeah, his old man was. Oh, like, really? Beer and... Is he a meat legend? No, they're like Scandinavian. Yeah. Oh, is he? Cheers. Oh, cheers, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Get on. Perfect. Um, yeah, his old man had this uh, app and it basically logs every point that you've had. So he drunk every <laughs> part in the Driftwood. No way. Yeah, he literally drunk every beer in the Driftwood. No way. Really? Um, yeah, and he had it all down and like taking photos of it and stuff. And he's like, look, I've drunk 355 beers since last February or something. He's wow. mad into it. Oh, like different beers. Different beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. not linked directly to his insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it's just a way of being a massive pisshead and yeah. pretending that it's a hobby. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> legitimising it. <laughs> yeah. Doing that. yeah, that's not like a bad idea. Mm. Well, we kind of do the same. We legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> we start a podcast and we can drink in the daytime. That's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's quite lovely. You have your old man. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's talking about those. Right, Pod, so yeah, um, just give us a bit of background, how you got into cooking in the first place, why, you know, uh, how did you get into this world that we... Uh, 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 secondary school. That was it, so yeah, it yeah. back to then. Right back, yeah. No yeah. Word. What, yeah. Back to your first apple crumble? <laughs> Not far off, yeah. Really? Like no my, my first, like, failed kind of attempt at lasagna or something, <laughs> like that. something crap like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, Third year at uh, uh, secondary school. Yeah. Kind of like when you're picking your your technologies that okay. you want to do. And people are going off doing woodwork. Yeah, yeah. First, like, uh, the second year at uh, primary... Uh, sorry, secondary school. I was kind of like getting into just food. And, yeah. Um, and cook... Like, using my hands, but cooking. Right, okay. I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then... So I chose it as my technology to do for my final two years at secondary school. And hated it. Right, yeah. Hated it. Because it was no more cooking involved. You'd like cook once a month maybe. And it was all like... What, what else was there? So it was like designing recipes and right. a lot of like, like just paperwork, paperwork yeah. crap. Which yeah. obviously I'd just chosen something because I was interested in none of that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, That's what time it was again. Yeah, that you don't actually get It's almost like I was practical. sucked in. I know, there's plenty of time for the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Older, yeah. yeah. Just get hooked into the... Uh... I remember doing that and I had to do like a... <laughs> We had to do like a test cook thing, and I literally put some brown sugar on a banana. You didn't even insert some chocolate buttons. Oh my god! I remember. Um, so you had to do your paperwork as part of your final grade. Yeah, uh, and then you had to do the exam at the end of the year. And yeah. um, I remember my paperwork being real crap. I yeah. just like hardly done anything. One of them was to design a um, you know the Tetra packs. Um, it's, the like the milk carton things. Oh yeah, the four like yeah, sides. four sided yeah, one, yeah. paper ones. It was designed the sides of one of those for a soup. So okay. you had to like come up with a soup and yeah. then you had to like design brand it, brand it basically. No and do all the do all the nutritional values on the outside yeah. and all that kind of crap. 
And um, so I did that and then got to the uh, the exam. And one of the questions on the exam was design the top of a birthday cake. <laughs> It was so crap. Uh, anyway, I got, uh, I think I got like a G. I got one of the lowest grades before yeah. getting failed. Um, nice. Happy but... birthday. And then, uh, but got enough grades to, I needed like four C's or above to, yeah. to get onto this course at college and uh Got the, got the grades yeah. and then went to college to do like a, a GMVQ. So right. again, yeah, a bit more paperworky than just doing a standard MVQ. Right. Um, but it was a better grade yeah. to come out of. So did two years of that. And just as I was finishing uh, that uh, course, I'd got my, I'd landed a job at a restaurant as a, as a pot washer. Yeah. All um, oh, right, so you start went from the uh, yeah yeah, the and it, the guy was pretty brutal when I started as well. Right. Um, he was like, yeah, you can you can wash dishes. I was like, okay, and then after a couple of months, he was like, oh, you seem all right washing dishes. You can wash lettuce now. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. handle it gently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I was washing dishes and then and washing lettuce, yeah. uh, but getting paid the same money and. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, he's like, "Did you?" Is there not a special lettuce, yeah. man? Yeah. Tell me you're like, about that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, he was like, oh, "This, if you want, there's a job yeah. as a as a commie," and and then that was it. Yeah, got paid. Oh, it was something crap like 125 pound a week. Right. Yeah. Uh, for like. I don't know, I was doing like 60, 70, up to 90 hour weeks. Right. But as a kid. And then, yeah, did that for about almost two years. Yeah. And then moved away to another little restaurant to, as a more senior position. Yeah. And that was it. I was kind Worked of away. Right yeah, yeah. Was, that was it. Was done. And so how did you get into being at 15? Because you, you were there and then you sort of went away yep. didn't you? and then came back as, yeah, yeah. as the head chef. Yeah, yeah. So um, moved to Cornwall uh, with a girl. Yeah. Um, and it's standard. The, the standard. Cornish working. girl. No, she was from from Staffordshire as well. Um, and we uh, moved down together. I'd been working in Poles Air for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and a mate of mine who I'd worked with previously in a different restaurant uh, sent me a message just saying they're looking for chefs at fifteen. He was the bar manager down there. Right. Okay. Um, he's like they're looking for chefs, mate. You should drop your CV in. Wasn't Will, was it? No, it was a guy called Tristan, Tristan okay. Stevenson. Yeah, so yeah. he owns um, part of Surfside and ah, Paul's okay. F and yeah, yeah. a few bars in London. Yeah. Now. But um, he, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm like, good enough kind of thing. Because yeah. you, you, you've taken what essentially is like a, a London kind of style restaurant and just dropped Drops it, it on in, the beach. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. you just think straight away that it stands way higher than what you've been working at. Even though you might think that you're working at a good standard, yeah, like that's it was just seemed another level. I was same, like, same as every industry, isn't it? Everything's yeah. like that. It's always like up there on a hill until you're there, and then yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just dropped it in anyway, and um, yeah, got got a job. Sick. Did a trial. Uh, got a, got a call, and uh, Neil Haydock, the head chef at the time, was like, "Yeah, come back, man. Start as soon as you can." I was yeah, like, right. "Sweet." That was it. Um, because that's the other thing, is that places are desperate. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, no, not no. Saying, but places, I think the process is probably easier 
for a chef than you might think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Because it's like, as definitely. employers, you, you know, we know now. Yeah. It's like, we need people. Yeah, you just need hands sometimes. Yeah. Like, has it always been like that? Has it been, is that, I, I, I think I it's got worse. That was a recent thing. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got worse in the, the last, I, I think there's say. less people wanting to do the hard graft that is being oh, a chef. Without a doubt. I'm, it sounds silly, but um, we're training, like we're training that young group yeah. of people to become chefs. Yeah. And you can already, you can kind of see it in them that like, oh, really? This is hard graft, man. Yeah. yeah. But it's rewarding as well at the same time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I, was, I worked there for five years um, from pretty much when it opened yeah. and then left to go and see some stuff. Yeah. Like travel Australia and do bits and then That's came good. back and ended up uh, basically being asked to go back um, to kind of take over from where Andy had. They hadn't had a head chef for about 18 months I don't think right yeah because we worked together in that, peri- in that yeah. sort of um, period before you went back yeah 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 um, and you were Star- cooking that Star and Garth Star and yeah, yeah. yeah which was mental yeah it was, <laughs> it was mental like, wasn't it classic. it was mental it was uh, it's such a good moment like to be working somewhere like that yeah. when you've just it's from scratch totally and so you're literally doing everything going like is this the right t- is, it, uh, is this the right way to do it yeah. I don't know and like cooking on the egg for the first time yeah. like no one had a clue and the team that we had was just insane yeah when you think but, about the actual group of people that was yeah. working together in that kitchen who have all gone on to do sort of yeah, different it's mental. stuff it's, it's mental yeah. you know um, but yeah like Stevie's got his own place yeah. Andy's with me now and yeah Hooney yeah Hoon's doing great things yeah you know and and considering what Hoon was when we took him on, he's basically a waiter yeah. who was interested in cooking because he liked eating. Yeah. <laughs> and, now he's like and now he's like, yeah, he's just got asked to do stuff for Eden Project on fermentations. Yeah. And... He's done that quite quickly, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. He's a very smart kid, though. Yeah. But he's, he's very a very likable character. He's like instantly like, yes. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's and like... that's what we wanted. We didn't want, like, in that kitchen, um, like, egos and idiots and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Like, we had a couple of people come in and like, yeah, you can cook, but you're a bit of a dickhead. Yeah, that's a real tough balance to get that because um, you're doing so many hours together that it's as much about that getting getting on on with each other. Well, you just, you you want to surround yourself with people that you like. Totally, yeah. That you're going to get on with. Yeah. Or else what? You mean spending more time with them than you are with probably family and friends and girlfriends and wives or whatever. Yeah. So you've got to get on with them, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and ended up back at 15 and loving it. Wicked, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So, we, we had that the other day, but sure. Oh, yeah, you said it's rad. Like, it really. always is. Yeah, it? it's yeah, Three's favourite place. Yeah. Yeah, epic. Yeah. So you said you went to Oz. Yeah. Why did you choose that? Um, I got a mate living out there. Yeah. Who um, had been, like, asking me for a while, like, come out, come and spend some time out in Oz and, like, chill out for a bit. Yeah. And, you know, you could obviously, I'd been working solid for five years like yeah needed it putting the graft in and I really had a proper holiday in five years so um or a break you know not didn't to... you go there for a while weren't you kind of like yeah there, so or... like he thought I was just coming out for like a month or something and then I was like oh no I'm here for like to, like to do it I'm here this is it like <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. you tell him before <laughs> uh yeah I kind of said like oh, I'm coming out I'm going to come out yeah, like yeah, I yeah. booked it and got my visa sorted and all yeah. that kind of thing yeah. and then Rocked up. He's like, how long? So how long are you staying for? I was like, oh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. He's like, what? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and he got me a job. Yeah, he got me a job working for this um, Greek family who I'm still I still speak to every 
Oh, one, at least once a week. Yeah, wicked. Um, really good friends with one of their sons. Um, love the Pam and Costa basically. Costa Telemenides, Pam Telemenides. Right. Yeah. Um, Costa, you couldn't get any more Greek. Right. He's like <laughs> as Greek as they come. He's mental. Good food, um, great place to work. Oh, yeah, and not far from uh, the style I was doing at 15. Like, really? Yeah, it, it was so easy to fall into. You okay. just had to change a few different herbs, like seasonings and things like that, and bangs. Is that because it was so kind of rustic in style? It was very Jamie. Like, okay. they, right. they hadn't, they, obviously, they hadn't gone out to copy Jamie. It, it was a little bit more neater than Jamie's kind yeah. of like rustic style that you see in his books, but. Yeah. Essentially, it was all about simple ingredients just done well. And yeah. a lot of it was like, we cook really good fish and here's a little bit of garnish. But the main thing you're eating is the fish. Yeah. And if you want to get a salad or some potatoes to go with it, get some. And um, yeah, we killed it. We smashed it. Yeah. We I remember some of the food that you were, you know, doing at Star and Go at the time. Yeah. That you brought back, you know, recipes that you brought back yeah. from there were like insane. Yeah, yeah. Like the Tarimasalata to... People still going about the terms. Yeah, uh, the cultural man. But just to get it right, yeah. like the right amount of bread and the right amount of water yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, to get it absolutely banging. Yeah, that recipe's insane. Yeah, I always whenever whenever I make it for people and they're like, "Oh, that is incredible." I'm yeah. like, "That is, uh, it's not my recipe. It's totally um, yeah. somebody else's recipe." And Fish, eggs, bread, and water. It's the best, garlic. man. And her Lush. little <laughs> yeah, her little trick is she puts an egg yolk in with it. How is it? Yeah, and she, I was like, why did you do that? Obviously, there's already enough protein in the fish eggs. Yeah. She's like, just to be safe. Right. To be fully safe, that it's going to work every time. What, well, to like, be safe for what? That it's going to be, that it won't Oh, that split. it emulsifies. Yeah. Ah, right, okay. And I was like, okay. Not to make sure there's enough egg. No, no. <laughs> And she used to use this, um, <laughs> she used to use this, like, uh, uh, this particular brand. I, can ne- I can't even find it anymore. Right. Uh, we could only find it in Australia. This particular brand of of um, fish egg. Yeah. It was mental. It was so good. It was rad, man. It was really good. Yeah, a lot of that stuff that you brought back. That you yeah, yeah. It was, just like, it was yeah. a great time, man. I, I loved it. I loved living there. I loved um, loved working there. It's brutal. It was hard, brutal work. Yeah. You know, you'd get to like the, the 27th of December was like the kickoff point. And you'd work pretty much from then until... About the second week of February, so like kids' holidays, yeah. with pretty much not a day off. Wow. You just go Hot solid. Hot as hell. As Hot well. as hell. Some days up to 40 mm. degrees outside, you yeah. know. You, Where, whereabouts? In, we were in, um, on the Great Ocean Road in right. Victoria. Right. So like about an hour and a half south of Melbourne, along that bottom part of yeah. Australia. Um, brutally hot, dry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it, it was hard work, you know, doing... A hundred for lunch, um, and then doing two hundred and twenty for dinner. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all having like starters, mains, desserts, like and sides. And basically, it was me. The setup was me, (laughs) one of a chef, a guy on the pass, uh, and then a girl doing, and uh, sorry, yeah, a girl doing the the desserts and some like cold starters. Right. And then another uh, another little helper doing the side, two oh dishwashers. God. It sounds like just the break you were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. So, yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's what easy. Was about a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> and now this. Eight <laughs> um, hmm. It was it was good. It was good fun. Yeah, but it was testing. Like 
you know, to be still getting checks on at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, right. You know, when you've already done 200 people, you're kind of like, oh, do we really need to do do table of six. Money. <laughs> like, That's what happened last night because Sean was running late. Oh like God. 10 to 10. I'm like, man. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Can like, you just pre it up? Just do it. Yeah. Just make it. And then grill it. And then grill it. Plates are snapping. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good fun. It uh, sounds wicked. Yeah, it was wicked. I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot from them, from Pam and Costa. They were yeah. like my parents out there. So. And how's the like food culture in general? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. Um, there's so many good restaurants in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And when, so yeah, like my days off, I'd like, uh, not every day off, but like I'd try and nip up to Melbourne like once a month, yeah. twice a month to go and eat. Because it was so easy. Like you jump on the train in an hour, but just over an hour, you're in the middle of Melbourne. Yeah, right. And then that was it. You'd just get a tram somewhere. Right. And be like, right, I'm going to go eat in this area today. Or I'd go yeah. down here for a coffee and I'm going to go eat here. Oh. It's mental, mate. You do... That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... That kind of stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, I do kind of miss that side yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that we talk about all the time that we miss yeah. down here is that easy, easy Jump on the tube, go to this place. Yeah. 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 It's similar to London. I mean, yeah. the only thing that was different was that Melbourne's obviously smaller. Yeah. But still had just as much food well, scene going ideal. on. Yeah, you don't get the stress of travelling through. Yeah, it, no, no. There was yeah, it was so cool, and you just like jump off the tram, grab a quick bite, jump back on again, and go somewhere else, yeah. or go up for a proper like banging meal, save your money up, you know, go and do something cool. They've or, got yeah. a really good coffee game over there as well. Mental they? coffee game, right into it. Yeah, for it's a, a long, long time. Oh, like, way before, I mean, way before here, way but, before. Yeah, but that's what must have influenced the sort of UK's sort of. Um, yeah, move into decent coffee. Right? Yeah, yeah, I would say without a doubt. Yeah, what Aussies coming over? I would say yeah. so. Yeah, it's it's a proper profession out there. Yeah. A barista is like not like here when you say I'm a like you know I'm a barista and it like or it's like hipster <laughs> cool thing at yeah. the moment that it still is. Like yeah. that was like ten years ago in Oz. Yeah, you know they're so far ahead on that. I've got kind. a top knot. I'm yeah. A barista. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say moustache. I currently have a moustache. What is that about? Why are you doing I that? I don't know. I really don't know. I was just I was talking about it in the hairdressers, and then she goes, "Are we doing it then?" I was like. Yeah, yeah, I think it suits you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm not just saying that so you keep it. Like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone. I genuinely think it's like, it looks like you've had it for a while now. Yeah. I asked for a Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and, you, and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you tip. Always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. Oh, there'll be a little photo on this. So oh, yeah, yeah. everyone will get to <laughs> admire it. Yeah. yeah. I've got one Go on then. I was going to ask you, check this out. I was just looking on the internet earlier because we always talk about botulism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the symptoms are weakness, blurred vision, feeling tired and trouble speaking, which is basically like getting that pissed. It? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so we have to watch that. What, whether we're pissed or we've got, we've got botulism. <laughs> yeah. It but sounds I'm, like a heavy week, like after you, a heavy week at work. It totally does, doesn't it? <laughs> But you, you're right into it, aren't you? Ferm- fermentation sort yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. It's um, interesting stuff. I love it. Yeah. Um, we, we have to be careful at work, obviously, with that kind of side yeah. of it. But um, we do simple stuff and 
It yeah, I mean everybody's like we'll say oh you're just jumping on some kind of bandwagon, but it makes so much sense. Like I'm not you know it's nothing new. Everybody's been doing it. We've been doing it for like thousands of years. Yeah, you know? it's nothing new. It's just about being creative and. Um, we get to this point in in uh, in the year in Cornwall where it's like pretty much everything stops growing. Yeah, you know, it's it's either too wet, it's too windy, it's too cold. You get nothing. You're getting like cabbages and whatever. So why not? But in the summer, there's an insane amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's almost too much stuff. Not favicking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like right. Well, let's just take what we can yeah. from spring summer and try and hold on to it so that we've got some interesting stuff not just for the customers but for ourselves as well to like yeah. use in the kitchen so we're not just getting bored and mundane and you know um but yeah we're, we're getting right into it at the moment yeah. um just and also like again we don't like waste in the kitchen it was a big thing when i came back there was a lot of waste going on when i first started yeah and um it was just a, it was right how can we use things up and how can we like take things and turn it into something else you know um classic ones like the potatoes that we use for potato gnocchi yeah you know we scoop out the potato flesh if you want and there's this like roasted skin left and then it goes in the bin you're like well no what can we do with it we've yeah. we paid for it like what do we make? And I'd read a few things of um, Silo in Brighton oh, doing yeah. stuff and just uh, basically just messaged them about their uh, fermented potato recipe. Okay. And just was like, right, let's do something similar because we go through so much yeah, yeah. skin. So we started um, we started off first by just taking those roasted skins and f- fermenting them that way. And we were getting an all right result. It was nothing major. Uh, and then we started um, taking the skins and making a stock. So you get, get this like ferment. Uh, sorry, yeah, you just get this like roasted potato stock. So what was that like? It's delicious, man. Yeah, you give it a go. It's yeah, so yeah. good. It's like it's not full on umami, but like it's just got this. Just from the skins. Yeah, so we take the skins that we've roasted. Yeah, I guess you got that roasted flavour. Yeah, we pop them back in again oh, just right. to dry them out and roast them a bit more. Uh, then we take like thyme, garlic, rosemary, all the usuals, yeah. bay, um, and if you want to, some onions, celery, and then we pop them in with the potatoes into this into a pan, cover it with water, bring it up, let it simmer, strain it, uh, and then the the hardest part of is picking all of that back out because you just want the potato, right. so you kind of um, sift through it or tie it all in like uh, bundles or whatever, and then. Um, take the weight of it, add your percentage of salt, pack it into kiln jars, and, and away you go. Away you go. Make sure you label everything. You know, yeah. everything's documented. So, and then that's it. You, you're off, kind of thing. Leave it for about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then we take that fermented potato and we use it to go in like when we're cooking down our onions and garlic and celery for I don't know, cooking bolognese beans. Let's say we'll throw in like a big spoonful of fermented potato oh right yeah oh, and it yeah. just adds like depth yeah 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 um, and that bit of starch that you need to yeah. sort of thicken stuff up that's wicked yeah that's cool and yeah, yeah so we, it's like it's not gone in the bin we've made 
out of something that would have gone in the bin, you just made two products. Yeah. You made your potato stock, which is delicious. Yeah. Like we use it in the risottos a lot. Yeah. Um, also, you keep the liquid as well from that stock. As well. Yeah, yeah. So we make the stock and then that becomes part of the kitchen. Mm. We use it to cook bolotti beans in or yeah. cook the risottos out in or make butter sauces with, you know, yeah. things like that. And then what's left over of the the skin... Jar yeah, we mulch it yeah. with salt and then jar it up, leave it for three to four weeks, and bang, you've got a, you've got another product yeah. from something you would have thrown away. Um, That's just. Do you ever so do cool. like fully loaded potato skins for staff too? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> get the get the breakfast beans out and yeah, bang it away. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah. so good. Um, breakfast beans. Yeah. <laughs> What's that you say? Yeah, yeah. They're a sore subject, aren't they? Down at school. They are. Yeah. 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 I don't go near breakfast beans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only stubborn now because everyone sort of said it so much. I'm sticking to. What's it. this about? Ma- Maisie won't. Won't hear of a baked bean anywhere near one of his creations, <laughs> but there's public revolt. <laughs> Sticking so to I, my I've been out there with riot gear some mornings, trying yeah. to calm them down. Yeah, yeah right. But no, I, I, love, guns, I love huh? the backyard. Yeah. Nice. Classic. Um, will you ever get bored of a bowl of pasta? Nah. Nah. It's... Not ever. Nah. Love making it, love eating it. Um, it's such a diverse creative little world to get into yeah that you can just sit there and well there's so much isn't there there's yeah. so much you can do with some eggs and some flour um uh, and also when you it sounds it sounds silly but sometimes when i'm at home and i'm making pasta and i've rolled it out and i've made it and even if it's just for myself and i sit there and eat it it still makes me smile yeah, yeah. It still makes me go like it's not because i've made it it's because of how good it tastes you're like wow that is bloody delicious yeah. especially when you've worked it and it's got a good bite and you know you've cooked it right yeah even just some olive oil on it and some but i always think that like, even like low rent pasta is good well, man. Like, yeah like, even if Durham you do wheat. something quick you know yeah, like, yeah. It's the, the full spectrum you know if you're going to make it yourself it's obviously going to be banging yeah uh, or even like a bowl of right. bloody penne and yeah. some tomatoes yeah absolutely delicious much. They're good tomatoes and a nice bit of yeah. oil and stuff. It's, I yeah. won't ever get bored of that world. And I'm, nah. so, I'm so like uh, lucky and happy that I've found it and kind of got into it and yeah. went all geeky and nerdy about it and was like, right, I'm getting into this. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many copies of the uh, geometry of pasta have you got? Oh, I've had like two or three over, yeah. over the years, yeah. Um, gone through them. It's such a rad book. It's, so it's one of those ones where it's good to give to people, you know, people who get yeah. into it. You it's gave it like, to me. I love it. Did I? Well, yeah. you told me to get it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It's a good ass. Yeah. yeah. I remember giving it to it. There's uh, two friends that live in Oz. Um, and they're, they've got like a little design company. Right. Um, like creative design, basically. Yeah. Because the book's so... It is creative design. It's all like pattern. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I was like, you got... Even if you don't make any dishes out of it, just for the book. Yeah. Like, have a copy. Yeah, Just no, gave him a, a copy. Thing. Yeah, it's wicked. It's made you from Boca de Lupo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and... Uh, oh, what's her name? That it's place is epic. Yeah, there's a girl that did it with him. Right. Okay. Kaz something, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. It's, it's like, when you first look at it, you're like... <gasps> Not one picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just geometric shapes, isn't it? Black yeah. and white. That's yeah, all yeah, the whole yeah. thing is. But then you get into it quite quickly, yeah. don't you? And you're like, it's actually more useful. Yeah, yeah, it's not exactly. about the picture, is it? No. It's about, nah. No, it's a good book. I think because they've 
they've done, they put some in, so much information into like each recipe, like um, you know what size it should be, you know, like yeah, a piece of I don't know, say fazoletti should be like eight centimeters by eight centimeters, and it's, it's so much stuff like that that yeah. you kind of don't need, you don't need a picture because they're telling you how the shape should be, and then the rest is kind of like up to you how. But if they were going to do pictures for that, the book would be like ginormous, yeah. huge. Yeah. Come with a picture. <laughs> Separately, it'd be like a yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, totally, that's it. My laptop. You, <laughs> music, music. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah, I heard you liked it. Yeah, and that one of your alternative career choices would have been DJ. Yeah, you should try and combine the two disciplines. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. We have said that for years. We need to do. Yeah, we should get you down to schooners, man. My yeah, that would be That'd classic. Be cool. That would be cool, man. Yeah, definitely come down. We could do a little food thing first and then yeah. do some, spin some tunes or something yeah. afterwards. We'll yeah. get a couple of actual DJs to cook the food. And no, then we'll... we could do a little, <laughs> like, job swap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Kygo's in town. Right, Kygo, knock up a burger, mate. We're going to drop some tunes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That'd be funny, yeah. Um, well, you could actually do it tonight. You're working. I'm working. I'm working. We're bringing sick. Hello. <laughs> Adam can't make it. <laughs> do you um? Do you have tunes in the kitchen? Uh, yeah, but because we're so open yeah. and we obviously we're in like three services, it's it's difficult to get the tunes going. But we do, yeah. Because we like always a had little... a bit um, star and go, yeah. pumping out tunes. We've got Weren't a little speaker. Like down by the toilets in there, though, was it? Like yeah. Down yeah. The so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Nah. But yeah, we um we pump the tunes when we're prepping and. And then into service, we like turn it all off. But yeah, yeah, we like uh, anything. Anything goes, man. Yeah, you know? I've got a CDP right, and I swear I pay him like ten percent of his time. He's shazamming. Is he? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Pete, he's constantly there. Like, <laughs> I'm like you shazamming Pete. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him a shazam tax on his wages. Yeah, yeah, totally. I saw him the other day waiting at the bus stop. And I, and you didn't pick him up? I did. I went to us, I went to us, I went to He had a little lean on. I was like, Perry, he's like, I was like, Jeremy, oh, thank you, always Welsh. And he, he said, I've got a time perfect. Three or four beers after work. <laughs> so, so the time he had between finishing the ship and the bus yeah. was enough to get half cut. Like, yes, Brilliant. Summer. Living nice. the dream. Yeah. Um, I guess we've got to do an IR living. Yeah, true. What, what, when you go out for dinner, what uh, annoys you? What annoys you sort of in the food world in general? Well, that's a toughie. It is a difficult yeah. question. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, those kind of things, though. That one little thing or two. You go out for think. dinner, it's just a bummer. Yeah. Um, oh, sometimes service, I think. Yeah. Because you can kind of always just be like, no, oh, the food wasn't great. But, uh, yes, would say that, wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> I don't know. Like, someone else. I don't know. Just, um, yeah, some service stuff, I suppose. Rude, rude, so rude yeah, way, rude way stuff down. or there's like, you obviously want people to be friendly with you when you yeah. sit down for a yeah. meal but to a certain point yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but then you also want them to be kind of approachable as well because yeah. you don't want to you know when you sit down sometimes and you feel like oh I don't want to piss that person off like who's your waiter <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah they've just handed me. you yeah they've they've just handed you the menus and they're like can I get Sorry. you anything and you're like 
no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, it just sometimes that vibe that comes off people, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, I feel like they're having a bad day. And um, what, projecting that onto Projecting you. that out onto you, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that, I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so. Do you remember when we went to that Club Garçon joint? I you, do remember yeah. that. And you couldn't, like, you could move in your seat without someone coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awful, it? <laughs> And, like, they got every course, it was like a wine pet match meal, wasn't it? And it was some, like, Michelin star joint, wasn't it? Yeah, and every, yeah, every right. course went with a wine, yeah. which came with some, like, arrogant little twat <laughs> telling you what side of the valley... <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that's a good one. Because I like a bit of that, but then, but it was taking it too far. Yeah, because like, if you're having like yeah. eight wines, like if you're having a well, wine, yeah, club, by the seventh, you're probably yeah. getting everything anyway. Yeah, that's like sixteen different valleys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can there possibly be? I remember going to uh, this place in London once, and um, we hadn't booked. It was a bar, but we were going there like in the afternoon. Yeah. and Andy was with me. Andy Richardson, Kirsty, and Tom Bowes. And um, we'd rocked up. Was, oh, I can't remember what time it was. It was like mid-afternoon. Um, so not busy for yeah. a bar. And uh, we were like, oh, can we get a take? We were greeted at the, like, the doors by a guy at a desk and a clipboard kind of thing. Right. It's a cool place. Yeah. And um, he uh, he was like, uh, let me just let me just check. And like flipped his like his, his um, clipboard. Yeah. So like starts having a look. He's like, yeah, we should be get we should be able to get you in. Should be all right. And I'm like, as he's doing that, Kirsty and Andy kind of like talking to him. And I was I like peeped through the door. So I'm like, there's no one in there. <laughs> that sounds like I've had a very very similar experience. Like, there's not a person in there. What was yeah. what was the place? Bob Bob Record. Oh right, yeah. In so is that the one with the champagne? Yeah, and... the champagne button. Yeah. So we went in there, and I was expecting some kind of like flurry of people, obviously coming in because we've been squeezed in. Yeah. And it never got busy. They were just checking how cool you were. <laughs> totally just yeah. checking how cool we were and <laughs> yeah. whether or not he was going to allow us to like eat in there or drink in there or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah that does my head. Stuff like that is, is pretty lame. Yeah. Like, regardless of what we look like, we, we all... Yeah. Same money. Yeah. We'd all got money. To, yeah, 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 it's yeah. the same money. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because yeah. then it's not about food or the drink. It's no. about something... And, and and the other thing with that is you're probably not going to stay in there long. If he'd been like, yeah, get in there, you probably would have stayed in there. Had like three or four cocktails, some yeah. bites to eat. Whereas we just stayed for like two, and when we left, like oh, let's just get out of here. Yeah, I had a similar experience in Soho. This place next to Sophie's Steakhouse, they had um, their own little cocktail bar, and it looked like a butcher's shop. Basically, that churns it out of that place, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it's full on. Yeah. yeah. And this place, there was a guy with his top knot and stuff, clipboard again. And uh, we were like, can we get in there? And he's like, looked through his thing and he's like, guys, you've really got a book next time. It's like, what? I want a fucking drink. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And then we went down there and there was literally just a jazz drummer setting up a drum kit. <laughs> <laughs> what? But it's sort of like that booking thing we were talking about that last week. The booking thing's sort of going out the window and it's like, let's make everyone queue. Yeah. And that seems to be quite... That's a big thing. In, yeah. That was, again, Melbourne. Yeah. Probably about four... I've been back four years. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was going on in Melbourne like years ago. You can do that down here. There was like no yeah. bookings, no bookings, no bookings. Yeah, it's not yeah. like footfall. You know, they were just like, all right, we'll just queue. And you'd see people just stood in queues for right. like half an hour. Yeah. To sit and eat some Japanese. You're like, but that must change the whole what? dynamic of the evening because you have to like factor in the fact yeah. that you're going to queue and for like I, 40 I think minutes. The queue 
breeds a queue. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so oh, that place has got a queue. Yeah. yeah. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like places like these um, really cool gelato places opening up in Melbourne. So people would have their dinner and then they'd go for ice cream yeah. afterwards. And there was this one place killing it in Brunswick. Absolutely killing it. There was people queuing for almost up to an hour. Wow. To get an ice cream. Yeah. And there was a bouncer on the door to like stop any kind of like queue jumping. Fights. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's where you want to start like, <laughs> Yeah. Just walking down. <laughs> Who wants one? <laughs> what you got? I've got like everything, everything you can think of. Well, but, so, I know what I was going to ask you about. I was speaking to Andy the other day. Andy, who he works with you, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Andy Richardson. And he was telling me about. So it's something that happened that night with a customer and I thought it was pretty funny and basically you guys have been doing something with some chicken you've been brining it for a long time or yeah. some kind of technique in, and, and which makes the chicken even though it's perfectly cooked have like a pink blush on it or something oh is this at uh, 15? 15 yeah 15. yeah we brine the chickens yeah you brine the chicken yeah. down so even though it's completely cooked it yeah, has yeah. like a flash of red to it yeah, so yeah. one came back to the past so a gentleman over there does doesn't think it's chickens because oh, it is explained going to his so he came back and it came back and went back and forth yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said that the last resort was to pick it up off his plate whilst making full eye contact <laughs> with him and start jumping <laughs> <laughs> it I was like that is amazing amazing <laughs> I wonder like how many like any of those things that stick in your head like yeah. over the years you must have had some classic returns do you know what I mean oh like, mate I had one we were working at Starring Garter oh we had some beauties there. oh god we had this guy say um we had one of the waitresses come back and say the guys really enjoyed we used to do this like double pork chop um uh it's like slow cook kind of thing uh sharing plate so we used to brown it off in the in the egg so it's like double pork chop it was massive it weighed like 600 grams this thing 700 grams i think with the bone in and then we used to bang it through the oven to finish it off anyway send it up this guy was like pork was delicious uh, and we did it with these like Brussels sprouts or like loads of panchets. Like I just didn't like the mustard that was in the Brussels sprouts. And we're like, she said that to us. I was like, oh, just like no, there's no, there was no mustard in the. Politely let him know. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no mustard in the Brussels sprouts. She's like, okay, okay. Um, anyway, she's come back and she's like, no, he said there was. There must have been because he doesn't like it. Oh, so that there must have been. I was like, is he allergic there to mustard bin? Yeah, mustard bin. <laughs> <laughs> she was like uh, I was like is he allergic to mustard or something because you can be allergic to mustard yeah, yeah. she was like no 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 he just doesn't like it and I was like alright well just tell him just to be sure there was definitely no mustard in it don't know yeah so he's gone back nah he's adamant I was like oh right <laughs> <laughs> like took my uh, kept my apron on but like got rid of my dirty cloths or whatever and Andy was like where are you going? I was like, I'm going to go speak to him. <laughs> he was like, what are you going to say? I was like, there's no mustard in the dish. <laughs> anyway, I've come walking up the stairs uh, from the kitchen and um, she was like, uh, he's on table section. I was like, cool, no worries. And clocked him straight away. And uh, just seeing his his wife kind of like nudge him going like, oh, the chef's coming. <laughs> like just read a lip saying that to him. Yeah. And uh, I've gone, I just like, gone over to the table said hello and introduced myself and just said um do you mind if i just sit down and we'll talk about the pork for a minute. <laughs> and he's just like yeah yeah sit down he's like everything was delicious it's just the pork uh, sorry the mustard there was too much mustard in the dish i was like 
There's no mustard in the dish. <laughs> I cooked it. Like, I know. Yeah. I was like, and we've got to be super careful because of allergies and things. Yeah. So um, there's definitely no mustard in the dish. Uh, and he was like, there was. I was like, no, there wasn't. <laughs> and um, he's like, well, I tasted it and my wife tasted it. And that's two against one. That's, oh they were God. the words that come out of this mouth. You didn't have a little pot of mustard on the table. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it was, um, this guy was like in his 70s. Yeah. I was like, probably everything tastes like mustard. Right? <laughs> it's like the only thing you're getting mustard from is either the, like, the black pepper or yeah. like the pancetta that was in there or even the cabbage that's got like the little mustard notes. Yeah. The, so the sprouts. Yeah. What, what, what was the outcome? How did it? That was it. He said, well, that's two against one. Um, what can you say? So I didn't even say injury the rest of the night. I just stood up out of my chair and walked up. Even not like, people believe there's mustard in there. Yeah. And then, <laughs> because he'd, although he'd enjoyed the rest of his meal and the pork, he said to the waitress, I'm not going to leave a tip. And I'm sure you'll understand why. You're like, but everything was all right. I <laughs> it's mental. We had a beauty at the Star Guard, me and Stevie working. And, uh, They'd had like a big sharing, like T-bone or something, yeah. like a big old hunk of meat, spanked a load of money on it and then came down and said, um, it wasn't a complaint. They said, uh, we'd just like to say we really love the sausages that came with the steak. <laughs> I know this. What were they? And Stevie was like, carrots. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. And they from went, then on, we've called them land sausages. sausages. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, my God. That is one of the best ones. Yeah, but it's like, that's... People lose their mind when they go out for dinner sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much wine. (laughs) Classic. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Well, that was... uh, Yeah, that was that. Number three. um, Filthy Apron Podcast with uh, Adam Banks. Uh, What a great guest. Yeah, brilliant, man. There's... There's some serious stuff in there. Like, no, he's just um, he's got the right idea about it all, hasn't he? He's totally. into it. Yeah, That's yeah, really good. good yeah. No, really good guest, and uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with a next episode in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Cheers. Well done. Yeah.